The following podcast contains spoilers for A Silent Voice. You have been warned. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to KFR News Radio, because this literally is our voices this time, because mm-hmm. I look sleep-deprived and dead on the outside and a little bit on the inside. How you doing, everybody? My name is Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Magusto. I feel like you're mostly dead on the inside and a little bit dead on the outside. I could be wrong, though. Are I'm you not telling you. my secrets to people? I mean, it's not really much of a secret. It's just kind of a fact at this point. (laughs) It is true. (laughs) Mike, how are you, my dear friend? I'm not too bad. How about you? Surviving strictly on the strains of water and grains of rice. That it's been will, a very rough uh, work week. That so. I, I, I've I've heard that will do something. That will help you in some way, probably maybe. Hopefully, um, but yeah, just so you can go get some sleepy times. Let's just kind of jump right on into it. Have you any movies that you've seen in the past week you would like to discuss? <laughs> Have you? All right. So coming off as a super weeb this week, uh, I rewatched a Silent Voice, which is the movie we are reviewing today again. Um, and besides that, I became a super weeb and went to go see a, a movie called, uh, what the fuck was it even called? Uh, Weathering With You. Uh, that's the one I got an ad for just yep. because I happened to watch A Silent Voice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. What have you um, done to me, Glenn? <laughs> I'm, uh, I can promise you I am very sorry <laughs> in every <laughs> single way possible. Um, uh. it was an all right movie. Um, I mainly went to go see it mainly for the art style because mm-hmm. the company that made that movie made a, a movie called, uh, your name, which also had a very similar, uh, art style. Yeah. Um, it beautiful, beautiful art style. I uh, can't say art style enough, but I'm going to keep going. Um, basically the <laughs> next, obviously the better one is studio, studio Ghibli and they have a lot of employees at the uh, company that made these movies. So yeah. Had to go see it. It was just all right. Cool concept, but didn't uh, execute the best way possible. Gotcha. How about you, Michael? Uh, well, I saw Richard Jewell, uh, the Clint Eastwood picture about the security guard who found the bomb at uh, the Atlanta Olympics and was later under investigation, as would be expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was leaked to the uh, media that he was under investigation and kind of blew up into a bigger thing than it should have been. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of about the media storm after that. It was fine. The acting was really good. Paul Walter Hauser, uh, as Richard Jewell, uh, he was really great. Sam Rockwell, Kathy Bates, uh, John Hamm, um, all, all of them are great. Uh, but it's kind of boring sh- to, to watch and like shot wise, it's not very, it's not shot in an in- interesting way. Uh, which I feel like Clint Eastwood is kind of... He, he just wants to make as many movies as he can, not so much the... Uh, I was actually going to say, is it a hot take if I um, wish that he would stop making movies? Uh, no, I feel like most people would. Um, he be, He's become too ham-fisted with his politics, and whatever your politics are, like even, even super... I, I am relatively down the middle, I would say. I lean more liberal, but, mm-hmm. you know, not as crazy as some people are uh even like heavy fisted liberal movies i'm just like okay we get it 
Yeah. We, we know your viewpoint. You don't need to make a movie about your viewpoint. It's um, not even to me the political like aspects of what he's trying to do with movies. It's just more or less the movies that he makes are just par. Yeah. They're just okay to me. Yeah. The, they, and, would, they would be great lifetime movies. Yeah. But they're being released in cinemas. So because of that, they're just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, on par. But yeah, I mean it's it's fine. I would if you're going to see it, I would definitely see it for Paul Walter Hauser. I think he yeah. delivers a great performance, as you could probably see from the trailers. Um, Kathy Bates is great. Sam Rockwell. The, the performances are great. It's just the uh, the execution of the movie overall that's mm-hmm. leaves much to be desired. Uh, I, and then the last movie I saw more, but the last movie I will talk about is uh, The Chaser. It is a South Korean movie directed Somebody's by... Somebody's on a spree here with them South Korean movies. I like me some South Korean. <laughs> and I'm trying to watch more Korean. <laughs> me too, buddy. Wink, wink. Trying, South Korean? What? South Korean. I'm trying to watch more foreign movies this year. Uh, uh, but it's directed by Na Hong Jin, who you will know uh, as the director of The Wailing. Um, oh my god. And it was a movie he directed in 2008, and it is really good i it's i'm not surprised to be honest honestly the the first 20 30 minutes is among the most intense uh filmmaking i've seen in a while like like it's a very suspenseful opening <laughs> and then it kind of dwindles out a bit just so you're not like clinching the entire time yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it's a great movie i highly su- suggest people go see it um but yeah, that's all I really got to talk about. I mean, I saw a silent voice that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. uh, and others, but I'm sorry. Those, <laughs> those are the only two I want to talk about. Uh, so let's let's jump into the news, shall we? Uh-huh. Let's uh huh. Do it. It's going to be a really quick uh, news segment this week. Uh, the only thing I really have to talk about is um, Taika Waititi being approached to make a Star Wars film. Um, Disney seems to be really on board with him saving franchises and if there's a franchise <laughs> that's needs saving at the moment it's star wars it is absolutely star wars uh and i have i have mixed feelings about this because i love taika watiti's independent stuff yes like beast of the southern not beast of the southern well that's a different movie <laughs> uh, uh hunt for the wilder people uh boy Eagle versus Shark, What We Do in the Shadows, and of course Jojo Rabbit, which is nominated for I think six Oscars. All those movies are great. His he's great at making big blockbuster uh, budget movies as well, but I feel like he really soars when he makes like the smaller films, and I'm just worried that he's going to be go the way of John Favreau and never touch an independent movie again. Yeah, I'm. I feel as if I think it's a good step. As yeah. long as he is able to keep making his independent stuff and not follow the route, like you yeah. said, of John like, Favreau. I, I love John Favreau. I, I love think, John I think, sorry, I think sorry. Taika has it in him to keep like his independence or yeah. like wanting to keep it. I don't think he'd be ruled by money and be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do a Jungle Book 7000 again. <laughs> yeah. And I like John Favreau <laughs> a lot, but I feel like. You know, you know the rule uh, we've talked about this before is like one for them, one for me, one for them, one for me. John Favreau is like one for them, two for them, three for them, one for me, seven for them, mm-hmm. and maybe never one for me ever again. Yeah, um, and that's just kind of sad. You know, it's 
not that these movies aren't enjoyable and not worthy of time or anything, but it, 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 it's hard to make a movie like this with a unique voice because there's so many people pulling on strings to get it to fit into the studio's yeah. marketing for it. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Because he's already doing um, the new Thor movie, which I'm, I'm excited for. He killed it with Ragnarok. Yeah. Obviously, there was Marvel tendencies in it that had to be put in there from yeah. Marvel's aspect. But other than that, it was such a Taika movie, and it was hilarious and funny. Um, Jojo Rabbit, which was amazing, which, like I, the, like we just said, his independent movies would be fantastic if he can mm-hmm. keep making them. Definitely. Um, yeah, hopefully that path stays where it is. He could definitely, as we saw from the last episode of Mandalorian, be used he could be very utilized in that yeah. uh, universe. Definitely. Uh, but, yeah, that's really all I have to talk about. Um, I don't think you – yeah, you don't have anything to talk about, really. I don't really. Um, so All I was really going to mention was uh, the SAG Awards. Um, I'm kind of looking through them really quickly. Um, they weren't too bad. Uh, but I was more or less, like, uh, more excited about the award speeches than I was anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Pitt had a really funny one where he made fun of a – um, Quentin Tarantino for like taking off like the shoes of a uh, his his coworkers and then just showing them. He's like, uh, what was what was the quote? He's like, uh, I would like to thank my co-stars, uh, Leonardo. You're the best person in the world. Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie's feet, uh, Dakota Fanning's feet, uh, <laughs> and just kept going. He's like, Quentin Tarantino has. Show, taking off more shoes of women than the TSA or something like that. I'm, I'm probably butchering it, but it was it was really funny. Yeah. And then uh, Joaquin Phoenix's speech uh, was really uh, yeah, I did see that one. Really heartwarming. He thanked very all, humble. all of very his humble, which fellow like nominees. Uh, had a little joke about uh, Leonardo in the beginning about how when they were kids growing up and uh, going out for like. The acting roles, and of course, Leo got all the roles. Yeah, and then told Christian Bale to suck at acting just, just <laughs> once. Just once, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. That was a really good speech. Uh, also gave a nod to uh, Heath Ledger mm-hmm. um, on that as well. So uh, yeah, I, I really kind of like his mindset with this whole award ceremony yeah. or uh, season. Um, but yeah, those are the yeah, SAG so, Awards. I was say, so I check out the SAG Awards. They didn't do too bad, at least in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I, Parasite won for Ensemble Cast, which I believe is the first it won, time uh, a foreign film best won. Best Picture. It won, uh, cast, yeah, you're right, sorry. <clears throat> cast in Motion Picture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like the I think that's the first time a, a foreign language film won. Yeah. <clears throat> which is great. Um, but um, but yeah. anyway, yeah, that's that's about it for that. Um, so if you would like to move on, which I'm yeah. sure you don't, let's, let's move on. <laughs> I just want to get it over with so I can be done with this chapter in my life. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's move on to A Silent Voice. Uh, いじめてたやつと友達。今日から新しい仲間が増えるぞ。
本当は生きてちゃまずいやつだからせめてもう西宮を泣かせたくないって思っただけで。いいのか今日ポニーテールじゃんおなんかあ俺行かなきゃ A Silent Voice The movie, apparently, which IMDB and half the world wants to label it、um, <laughs> or、uh, The Shape of Voices, I think it's called in Japan Yeah. I, I'm unsure. There's so many titles to this.、Uh, the synopsis is A young man is ostracized by his classmates after he bullies a deaf girl to the point where she moves away. Years later, he sets off on a path for redemption.、Uh, directed by, and here we go, I'm sorry,、uh, Nyako Yamada,、uh, written by Yoshitoki Oima,、uh, stars Miyu Arino.、Uh, what'd, you, what'd you watch it in?、Uh, English or so? No, I, I, I never watch anything with dubbed. Okay. So, like. Cool. Yeah, always, always subtitles. I'm boring. I, I always usually more than likely watch English because I'm an ass.、Um, <laughs> you you might have. Did you watch this one with Japanese subtitles? Believe it or not, no. <laughs> oh. Well. Okay.、Uh, but anyway, before we get started, <laughs> I'm going to say a couple things. <laughs> a, I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked this if I didn't think you would,、uh, you would at least like it, or if it didn't have at least good themes in it, which we'll get to.、Uh, two, this year, like you, I'm trying to watch more foreign like films, except for I haven't watched anime or anything like that in probably, what is it, 2020 now? At least eight years. So I'm trying to. Catch back up on that point of my life.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I kind of am jumping back in, and that's why I've been watching like all the stupid shit that I've been saying.、Um, and no, I am not a weeb. <laughs> Just want to state it. And I am, that's it. <laughs> okay. It's quite all right.、Um, all right. So I picked this movie because I thought if I was going to,、um, if I was going to at least. Kind of not recommend, but try to like put one on the table. It had to have good themes. It had to have somewhat good story. It had to have good artwork or anything like that.、Mm-hmm. And I thought when I watched it, it was also 5 a.m. in the morning. So I really enjoyed it.、Uh, I thought you might have a hand in it. You might not love it, but I thought you might. So here we are. Michael, <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say for the most part, you are correct.、Um, it, out of all of the anime movies I have seen, this is the one that was the least painful to get through. Okay.、Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I thought it was okay.、Yeah. Um, I, like you said, I, I、uh, in, appreciated the themes of it. I, it, it wasn't like a. Everyone's got superpowers, yeah. Anime thing, which I know that like, yeah, very it, few it of have, them are. But... It has to be like a real, somewhat lifestyle anime movie if I'm、yeah. going to ever recommend it to you. I can't give you one that's gonna have like lasers shooting out of people's asses and they have to save their well, family. Honestly, I mean, I'm lasers kind of being shot out of people's asses. Do you want to write an anime with me? 
What was that? You want to write an anime with me, please? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I really enjoyed the tone from at the beginning. Yeah, and then it changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right when you think it's just going to be about this guy who's going to kill himself, and then it goes into the flashback. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is, and this is a cultural thing, because I am not used to uh, all of the different uh, like Japanese names, mm-hmm. and they all kind of end with the same thing. They kind of blend. Um, they kind of blend, and I, I found it hard to follow w- not what was going on, but like how different characters felt at certain di- points. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, that's, I'm not saying that's the fault of the, uh, the If I'm being the honest studio. with you, I've yeah. been at this for over 20 years. I still get a lot of names and all that mixed up. Okay. I have well, no idea what's going on. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel so bad anymore. Yeah. Um, but the, the biggest problem with this to me is the, the problem is not with the two main characters, um, which their names are... Shoya and Shoko. Shoya and Shoko. Those are their nicknames, right? Those are their names. Oh, okay. they're Both their names were Sho. Like, okay. they're both their nicknames. Um, but yeah, like, their dynamic I enjoyed. It was mm-hmm. all the other characters, save for the the younger sister of the deaf girl and then the chubby friend yeah. of the main guy. Those characters I liked. Everyone else was just... So they're an assholes. They were assholes, but mm-hmm. like, it's one thing to be an asshole and then realize you're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other thing to blame the guy that you sold out. Yep. For everything, like everyone blamed the main guy for bullying the deaf girl, which he did. So he does deserve some form of the blame. But they all bullied her. And no one ever talked about that. Mm-hmm. It was talked about for like two minutes after, uh, you know, he was called out in elementary school and then never brought up again. And not even by the, the guy. And it was just, it was just frustrating. Uh, I was just, they, they kept saying, oh, what was me? You did this to me. You did that to me. The bitch, look <laughs> what you did. Like, uh, and it was so annoying. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fine. I, I thought the artwork was beautiful. Um, so that, that kept me going. I thought the music was for the most part good. There were a few songs that sounded like they were thrown in like two minutes before it was supposed to premiere. Um, yeah. but for the most part it's good. I love the theme of it. Yeah. Um, but so like aesthetically it's a great movie. Uh, I think it's just in the story and the way, the pacing. I was going to say the pacing is what would kill, what I thought would kill you the most. Because yeah. it's it's almost a two and a half hour movie, um, and there's definitely points in the story yeah. where it feels like it's dragging. And I'll say this: I have sat through two and a half hour long movies that felt longer than this did. Yeah. So I I really want to try to go easy on this. I will not say I'm, that I'm, I'm not going to get hurt if you don't. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm 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 trying to be positive because yeah. I I can go into these things kind of blind sometimes, just blind with my. Predetermined predeterminations, Um, so I'm I'm trying my best to find the positives of it. There is a lot of positives in this, Um, but the (laughs) the 
the thing that got me, like, I would say the first act and the last act, love it. If it was just that and maybe like something mm-hmm. in the middle to, to connect it, I would love I would love it. It's that middle like hour and a half, almost maybe even almost two hours that was just it felt unnecessary. Um not all of it, just a, yeah. a big chunk of it. Like like I wish they focused on just those two characters say In, instead of the fuck whole group off, yeah fuck off to the entire elementary school class that they all somehow wound went. up friends together yeah um uh yeah um yeah i definitely thought the pacing would have been the problem for you um obviously i mean and that, that was the biggest problem so yeah. you kind of you nailed that as well uh watch <laughs> watching it the second time uh it obviously wasn't so bad because you're kind of expecting it yeah but you're also kind of getting it more getting I want to say more involved with it, trying to attach yourselves to not saying that you have to watch it a second time, but it gets easier the second time. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody, all the classmates are assholes. There's no, no denying that in the slightest, no matter which one you point out, except for the deaf girl, obviously. And and, um, the, the first person to really, I forget. I think her name's Sahara or yeah, something the, like that. Um, I know who you're talking about. Uh, obviously, the audience doesn't. Yeah, but I know uh, who, the first person Sahara. to actually try to learn sign language and connect with yeah. the character. Um, but she still has faults. Like it's yeah, she's, she still she's has not... faults. She she doesn't like getting into bad situations, and when she does, she runs away from them. Yeah, um, like a normal human being would. Everybody in this is a human being which I thought was a really cool part. Like, nobody's, like, not... Like, nobody doesn't have personality traits that a normal human being wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. There's there's a chick who's an absolute asshole. Like, more yeah. than most people. Uh, yeah. There's the chick that we were just talking about who wants to be friends and wants to try, but once she gets in, like, a tough spot with other people, she kind of, like, shudders away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the person like Shoya, the main character, uh, which obviously has the best dynamic in the whole film um, because his arc in it is amazing. Uh, he's He was like the biggest a-hole in the whole movie in the beginning, and then he had all of that turned on him when uh, everybody sold him out in his classroom. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he tries to make up for it with the deaf girl, Shoko. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Obviously, I liked it. I'm not gonna sit here and boast for hours about how much I liked every aspect of it. Um, but I, when I watched it, I was actually completely surprised because I was just looking for something dumb to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this one kind of, I won't say blew me away, but like, kind of dumbfounded me because I guess I've been watching a lot of s- stupid anime here lately. <laughs> so like, once a good one came up, I was like, "Hot damn, Daddy! Give me more!" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and thus I had to recommend it to you, um, not or knowing for sure that you probably wouldn't like it, but it had the themes. It have had everything that I would hope that you would like in it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you didn't, it was worth a shot. Um, but yeah, the art art style's great. Uh, the character development in it's great. Uh, mm-hmm. Even most of the characters, even though they're all assholes, I wish. They were all great, but I wish, like you said, that uh, it focused more on 
the two main characters instead of of the whole classroom. Yeah, like it. It felt like um, Shoko, the the deaf girl. It's it, it's felt like her character took a back back seat in her own story sometimes, yeah. which was weird. There's a certain point in the movie where all the classmates come back together, and they basically shift the blame back on Shoya again, saying that he was the only one bullying, and they all like fall apart once again. And I wish, like you said, like I wish after that is when I wish they would have just continued with just Shoya and Shoko's mm-hmm. story, and they I really never feel like... involved them again. Yeah, I really feel like no one. Other than Shoya took responsibility for their actions either. Absolutely. Like it, 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 it kind of ended with them just being like, "Oh, well, let's just move past it," mm-hmm. which is a terrible way let's, to let's let's all grow together. Yeah, um, when none of them are willing to grow apart. So, <laughs> um, though there was a few things in this that like, I'm sure I know it was just stylized this way. Yeah, but it absolutely drove me insane. Like the scene where. Uh, during the fireworks, Shoko is going to kill herself, and mm-hmm. Shoya comes into the house and sees this. Dude fucking, ta- like, I know this is a cultural thing, fucking t- takes time to take off his shoes mm-hmm. before going to save her. And it's not like a maybe she's going to kill herself while he's doing it. It's she's definitely going to kill herself. Yeah. Let me take time to take off my shoes. Yeah, maybe it's like, just like a force I, of habit thing. Like, oh, I'm entering a house. These shoes got to come off. That, I'm going to save your ass. That's the only thing I could see because, like, otherwise, <laughs> like, I'm sure whoever's house it is would understand if you didn't take off your shoes because someone was going to fucking kill themselves. Yeah. Uh, that that part, like, drove me insane. Mm-hmm. Um. But it made up for it afterwards with, like, the scene, like, um, when he did catch her and then eventually fell his himself. Mm-hmm. I thought Instead that was a, her. Yeah, it was a really powerful scene. Um, but, yeah, there's just things like that where it's just, like, it took me out of it where I'm just like, no one would do that. Like, what, yeah. And I know it's a cartoon. I know it's it's animated. It's not actual people. But, like, I would just... If if you're gonna have a realistic story like this in a cartoon, try to have some realism. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I thought the like I get what they were going for, but I thought the having X's on the face like to show that he doesn't really yeah pay attention to individuals. Um, I feel like that was kind of tacky, uh, and it, 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 it had it, moments where it worked, but I feel like for the most part it was just. Kind yeah, of. I I personally liked it, but I can agree with you that instead of like the whole movie, uh, for the most part, that most of the people, whenever it was just him, just had X's. Yeah. It could have just been like a couple scenes in the beginning, and we could have gotten the gist. Yeah, or or like yeah, a couple scenes in the beginning, and then anytime he's talking to someone, he's like looking at their shoulder or something. Yeah, like, there's ways around it. Like yeah, like we definitely um, like at the end of the movie, he was doing that. He was not making eye contact with anybody like that would have been fine like yeah after the first act like him doing that the rest of the time but they for the most part kept the x's on the face and then they put like when he actually be like trusted somebody they ripped the x's off which was a cool cool little thing to do um but for the most part they definitely had x's on their faces the whole time Mm -hmm. can we just talk about how delicious cartoon food looks oh my god yeah 
Everything they ate, I was just like, I want that. It's like, give me some of that scrumptious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the last thing I have to say is that the cartoon f- food looks delicious. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, I mean, I didn't hate it. Yeah. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea, really. Don't blame. Um, I, fig- I figured it, we had to come down this road eventually. Um, <laughs> it I figured was I inevitable. Did- it was the, the giant anime yeah. elephant in the room. Yeah. And I knew if I was going to hit you with one, it had to be one that I at least think you would try to enjoy. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. Uh, which which sounds like you did. Um, I have some other ones in my back pocket, but I'm not going to torture you with that for a while. Yeah, maybe maybe further down the road. Yeah. Um, and like I said, if if I'm going to do one of these again for you, it's it's got to be one with that I know you're at least going to try to enjoy. Yeah. I'm not going to hit you with cringy-ass well, shit. I mean, anything you pick, I'm going to... Especially if you've seen it. Um, if you've seen it and swear by it, I'll always try to give yeah. at least if, an open mind. If I know at, there's at least one solid aspect of the movie that I know you're probably going to like, I'll recommend it to you. But okay. like, And they're most likely definitely going to be realistic. They're not going to be crazy like yeah. Dragon Ball Z Broly movie or anything I was like talking that. to someone about today about Dragon Ball Z where like, I like a third of it, but mm-hmm. then the two thirds where it's just them preparing to fight, I fucking <laughs> can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I really have. I've tried multiple times in my life to like Dragon Ball Z, and it always just comes with a. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not for everyone. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I, not I, I get to, the appeal, and I I'm feel not like trying that's to drag you into my waters or anything like that. I'm trying to your weeb waters. My weeb water. <laughs> What's gross is that's actually probably a thing. Oh. <laughs> anyway um until the next time i throw an anime one at you i swear to it's gonna be at least there's gonna be an aspect that's gonna be good about it and you'll enjoy it cool and it's gonna have anime food and we'll both eat it oh yeah let's move on to the judgment shall we uh glenn since you picked it this week that means you judge first well hot damn hot diggity Uh, damn i think i kind of defended it enough or not Mm -hmm. defended i i've talked a lot about it enough to think that a lot of people would guess that i'd say it's going to be on the shelf Mm -hmm. so let's move on to miguel (laughs) (laughs) well that was easy uh i i want to preface this by saying legitimately while watching the movie i went back and forth so many times about whether or not it's going on the shelf Mm -hmm. that it kind of frustrated me i was just like like honestly first 15 minutes absolutely put it on the shelf yeah uh last 15 to 20 minutes absolutely put it on the shelf that middle chunk when there's when there's a solid yeah two and a half hours of movie and you only liked half (laughs) an hour of the movie (laughs) and there were good parts in that two hours that i legitimately liked but ultimately i don't think i can have such a wishy-washy yeah like go back and forth so many times and have it be on the shelf so i'm gonna say no a silent voice does not make it onto the shelf uh i apologize but that's where my heart's at. I, I feel like maybe maybe further down the road, I'll, I'll give it another shot. But for now, it does not make it on the shelf. Is this the end of KFR? <laughs> I've just seen how long I could go being quiet. <laughs> that's completely fine. I didn't expect anything from this, if I'm being honest. I just wanted uh, to try it out. <clears throat> dip our toes in the right, water, so as we said. That's two movies in a row that don't make it onto the shelf. I, um, I think it was bound to happen after like five yeah, in a row. Yeah, I, I think it's a good, it's it's a good thing. We, you know, people know that we have standards. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, before we get into next week's movie, let's talk about plugs. Mm-hmm. Glenn, as always, this is your episode to right. shine. So what is your plug for this week? So the last two or three days, I've been looking around for something. that uh, I was looking around on Twitter. I was looking around on just the internet. And then I came back to YouTube. And obviously 2020 just happened. We're, we're back in it. And I'm not done with like best of the decade or anything like that. So I've been looking around on that, and I came across a channel that I'm going to see if this works. <laughs> Called. And can you play that again for our, our audience at home? Oh, just just in case you didn't hear it, audience at home, there's a certain channel on YouTube called... <laughs> and just so everyone's sure, it is spelled S-I-T-I-O-S-A-N-G-U-I-N-E-M. So Otherwise known for. as Sishio Sanguinum. That's not that hard to say. Sishio Sanguinum. Anyway, they have a uh, they've got multiple uh, compilations of best acting of all time. And before we started the podcast, I just finished one of them, and the editing's great. Um, obviously, the performances that are in the compilation are fantastic. I think the first one's a solid entry. And if you feel the need to, I'm pretty sure he has five of them right now. Uh, just jump on in those. Or is just check the, out the uh, whole channel itself. Is that the same channel that made that incredible uh, decade? Uh, it actually was not. Okay. But I was hoping that channel did make one of these. Sadly, I don't think they did. Oh. Well. But now well, we have Sishio Sanguinem. Sishio Sanguinem. You're an errand boy. Sent by grocery clerks to collect the bill. You've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Friday. I won't be there. You will. No, you don't. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat, and I'm alone, and I deserve to be all alone. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! And before you move on, um, so I just checked, he actually has 10 compilations at the moment, and doesn't look like he's made anything in the last two years, but anyway... (laughs) He did. Give it some love, because I know I did. Yeah. My plug for next week is actually a uh, mini documentary documentary series. It'll probably expand into just a normal series on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us. Uh, It's been on Netflix for a while, so I'm sure some people listening have seen that. Um, It's essentially, it breaks down... uh, popular movies right now has four episodes die hard dirty dancing home alone and ghostbusters and breaks down like all the hurdles it had to get through to in order to get made uh and and like the whatever drama happened if there was any uh interesting stories um and it's it's a really cool watch i watched it all in in one sitting um it's because it's only four episodes but it it was a really interesting watch so uh if you like movies and movies that you grew up on 
watch the movies that made us. I'm just obsessed with Christmas, and I love the script, and I was like, I'm in, having absolutely no idea what we were about to find out. I wrote Ghostbusters. The concept was kind of a brand new idea. I remember I read the script for Dirty Dancing. So the rough cut's done. He looks over at my bosses and says, burn the negative and collect the insurance. Oh, no. Why did we waste our money on this? A lot of the actors read the script and they go, this guy's like a wimp. All the hero of this movie does is try to hide and get help. We'd run out of studios. 42 rejection letters. They were really afraid of a girl's movie. It's just so ridiculously violent. It's so scary to watch. They really do the stuff. We thought it was a pretty good movie, but we had no idea it was going to have the effect it did on the audience. There is something special in this movie for everyone. And the crowd went crazy. This film was catching on fire. Dirty Dancing, it changed our lives. And I've become an old man now. We're still talking about that film. People tattoo my face on their bodies. That's crazy. Holy mackerel. This is like one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, so... That is our plugs for this week. Uh, That brings us to my pick for next week. Um, You know, with with you picking an anime movie, I really wanted to get back at you. I really want you Um, to. (laughs) But I couldn't figure out one thing that you would dislike. And I Uh, was not going to give you the (laughs) the luxury. I I looked for, like, old classic movies. I know you tolerate them, but I was looking for, like, an old classic movie that you wouldn't like but i wanted to enjoy it i couldn't just pick one that i knew i wouldn't enjoy do you do you want the answer before you name off uh yeah sure shitty horror movies shitty horror movies oh that's punishing me too man (laughs) yeah but there could there could be one out there that you actually do enjoy that's fair uh but i i went a different route with it because uh i was just kind of looking for a movie last night and i was like you know it'd be great if i could get my weekly watch out of the way tonight oh, here we go buddy <laughs> so it is a foreign film specifically french uh from 1991 uh it is available on amazon prime um and it is delicatessen the story of a post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic surrealist black comedy about the landlord of an apartment building who occasionally prepares a delicacy for his odd tenants. Uh, it is quite possibly one of the most French movies ever made. Um, Everybody's naked? No. Okay, maybe not the most French. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's just really weird and outlandish, and everyone looks super French. Okay. Uh, it's like if you saw pictures of them with no context, you'd be like, "I bet that guy's French." <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it's it's a really f- funny dark comedy um, that I enjoyed. Uh, it's directed by Mark Caro and Jean Pierre Junette. I apologize for uh, butchering these names, but you know what? Uh, deal with it. Um, it is written by Jean Pierre Junette, Mark Caro, uh, Gillis Adrian. Probably butchered that. And it is starring Dominic Pinon, Marie Laura Dugnac, <laughs> Jean Claude Dreyfus, and <laughs> Karen Viard. Uh, I probably butchered those names too. And uh, yeah, again, it's available on Amazon Prime. It's a really fun, surrealist, dark comedy. And um, I hope you enjoy it. I, I don't want to get back at you just yet, Glenn. Okay. I'm going to get back at you eventually. I, uh, huh. Although, you know what? A silent voice. Maybe payback for me making us both watch Spring Breakers. So, 
I thought we talked about this, Mike. Don't ever fucking rename that movie ever again. <laughs> I thought about having us watch The Bling Ring, too, and then I watched the trailer for it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. The Bling Ring? What the yeah, fuck it's, is it's that? another A24 movie that was like early A24. That's apparently, oh. ter- apparently terrible. Um, Don't. <laughs> I feel like it can't be as bad as Spring Breakers, though. So our movie for next week is Delicatessen, again, available on Amazon Prime. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, Keystone underscore film. Facebook, Keystone Film Review. www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we get all français with Delicatessen. Anyone who speaks French and listening right now, I do apologize. I... I'm not a French speaker. Looking at you, Ava Green, mainly because you're just the most gorgeous human being, and you're French. Yeah, you, you are have right. nothing to do with this. <laughs> she's listening right now. Yeah, she's gotta be. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.